What was that? That was meant to be. Tidoim. The Eurovision Song Contest okay. team. Can I, can I have a go? You, okay, you do. I'll have a go. Do it better okay. than me. Come on. That's like Beaker doing it. <laughs> I was going to say Louis Armstrong, but yes, yes. No, this would be more like... <laughs> <laughs> In 1999, a slightly disturbing young man declared that we are soldiers of hell. We are neither soldiers nor from hell. Fire up your mini-discs and listen now. (laughs) When he plays a trumpet, does he just make that noise into the trumpet? It's like, um, what would you do an impression? You have to say who the impression is. Yeah. To do it like, Terry Wogan. (laughs) Terry Wogan. Now then, Terry Wogan. Mainly Terry Wogan, if we're honest. Her bishop. <laughs> so, here we are, ready to do... I like. I feel like we've been building up to this for ages, but actually, why not create a contest based on the model of Eurovision Song Contest featuring only James Bond theme songs? It bridges the gap. It brings the two worlds together... It's what people have, I would say literally, but that would be a lie, been crying out for. <laughs> they will be when they've heard this. They'll want it every year. Every year. The problem is there won't be new songs every year. Come on, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> We've had... Oh, Daniel, come on. Can you not churn out a new one, please? Come on, We've come got, on. Come on Daniel Craig Davis. It's David. the fifth year in a row that something has won. I can't say it would ruin, it would end it, wouldn't it? It would steer people in the direction. So, what are we going to do right now? We are going to host our own James Bond Eurovision Song Contest. The twenty-five James Bond theme songs to date, up against each other, in a Eurovision Song Contest style format. We've asked previous contributors to our podcast and a few extras to nominate their top 10 Bond theme songs 1 to 8 then 10 points and then 12 points as per the Eurovision theme and then we will add it all together including our own scores and see where they'll analyse yeah hopefully that will bring a little bit of joy into an otherwise bleak world yes where should we begin well, I think the, the, the natural starting point is to remind people of who the runners and riders are. What, are you going to name them all? In order. You, Go! You, just, <laughs> you, you sound like Matthew Kelly on You Bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you say that. <laughs> oh no, I'm thinking of Henry Kelly on... Uh, going for gold. Going for gold. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking recently, weren't we, about the fact that going for gold... For those that remember it, is the Eurovision Song Contest of TV daytime quiz shows. Yeah, people from all. There a, I vaguely remember hearing a snippet of information about the person who wrote the music. 
Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmerman. <laughs> Hans Zimmerman wrote the music for uh, gold, going for Goldman. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote the music for going for gold. Was it Shed Seven? It depends where you're asking. <laughs> so, if you're asking in, um, I don't know, uh, Newcastle, <laughs> who wrote the music? Wait, well, Hans Zimmerman. <laughs> So we're chuckling to ourselves. <laughs> David Pritchett from the Geeky Guys. Hi, did. Geeky Guys. Hello. Another mention, another mention for you. Hello, Geeky Guys. Any mentions for us on your podcast? I didn't think so. So, you did refer to Hans Zimmer as Hans Zimmerman. The, <laughs> the worst the, superhero ever. Hans Zimmer man that is composing or has composed. The, uh, the score to the new James Bond film. And going for gold. Yes, and going for gold. I didn't know this. This blows my mind. <laughs> but going for gold was the Eurovision of game shows because every contestant represented a European country. What did they win? Pride. Pride, of course. Pride. I bloody love that theme tune. Oh. Going for going for gold. I mean, always believe in your soul. <laughs> you know what? I was as close to Tony Handley recently as I am to you right now. <laughs> I'm not joking. How? So, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Young Voices, which is a children's choir-based arena tour that happens once a year, where kids' school choirs all convene... In oh, yeah, maybe I have now you mentioned it, a, yeah. Arenas and they sing songs. Well, Tony Hadley was at this year's Young Voices tour. Surely he's too old to be in a school choir. <laughs> well, they get pros on stage as the choir accompanies them. And this time, he did a walk down the aisle and they did a little bit of his singing right in front of the people he just walked down. We, we were on the end of the aisle... And wow. He did like I could what? have literally if I'd wanted to, literally reached out and touched him. What did uh, what was he singing as he walked down the aisle? He was singing Queen songs. Obviously. Yeah. It was weird. So weird. No uh... True though. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a beer you got there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how are we gonna do this? How many participants do we have? 25? I wish. We're not that popular. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you meant the songs. Oh, right. When is your participants? <laughs> so. Are have... we, we going to recap on who's, who's in? Go on then. Okay. Uh, Doctor No. The, the per- James Bond the, theme. The theme, not the person. Yeah, so it's the Monty Norman orchestra. Monty Norman. Uh, from Russia with Love. Monty Norman slash <sighs> Matt Munro. Oh, no. That's not an allegation, no, no, no. by the Jane... way. John Barry. Slash John Barry Matt Norman. Monroe. So here's, a, here's an interesting question. It, it's not that interesting. Here's a question. Do we count Matt Munro, who only appeared as an end title singer, or do we class John Barry as the opening credits performer? And this is an important distinction because do you count on Her Majesty's Secret Service by John Barry as the song that we can select. Okay, 
let me ask you a question in reply oh. that may help illuminate this. Are we saying we're after the best Bond song? Theme. Or the best Bond music? Theme. I don't think you say music because okay. that could theme. be soundtrack. If it's theme, I think you could include Matt Monroe because the music is the same. From Russia with Love is the, is the theme. It just so happens that at the start, it's the theme without singing. And at the end, it's the theme with the Matt Monroe lyrics. Okay, so on Her Majesty's Secret Service, and We Have All the Time in the World by Louis Armstrong, very different songs, very different music. One is opening titles, one is end titles. Where do we go? I think at the time, On Her Majesty's Secret Service is the theme... But we have all the time in the world has become so iconic, it has taken on a thematic status. So we have to include both? I think so, for that one. It's, a, it, it's the anomaly. I'm not saying we need to necessarily include the... Uh, is it KD Lang did a song for yeah, Tomorrow Surrender. Never Dies? Surrender. That was the end title yeah. song. Yeah. Um, I don't think we need to... No. Mainly because that's the first time I've ever heard its title mentioned in... <laughs> How about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? From um, I think that was also on a Manchester Secret Service. They were throwing in the themes in that film. Is that called Kiss Kiss by Mang? Yeah. I think that is on a Manchester Secret Service. Yeah. I thought I did rather well then. No, see, I got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> so. We're agreeing then that... Isn't there a song called Mr Kiss Kiss Bang Bang though? That was an alternative theme to... Thunderball. Tom Jones sang it, I'm sure he did. No, Tom Jones... No, 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 it was a lady. I'm fairly certain Tom Jones isn't a lady. I think it might be an alternative theme tune to what was All Time High for, Octopussy. I think Mr Kiss Kiss Bang Bang might be the alternative end credits one for Octopussy. Gosh, let us know. Ledger it. Speaking of ledger... And how to piss people off with rules that mean nothing. Um, he's looking it up now. He's not ledgering yeah, it. I'm not ledgering it. Well, uh, this is the ledger. Our first entrant. You're right. It was it was an alternative to uh, Dion Warwick to Thunderball. Oh, there we go. There you go. Thank Correct. You. Speaking of ledger items, here's a response to recent question of yours. The T-Rex in the Batman cave. Yeah. It's time to resolve the outstanding issues from the last podcast a longer ago. Let's mark things off the ledger, let's mark things off the ledger, let's mark things off the ledger, ledger, ledger. Hi Soldiers of Hell, so in answer to your question, why does Batman have a T-Rex in his back cave? It turns out that um, in addition to running around at night being a vengeful vigilante dressed entirely in leather while suffering from dissociative identity disorder, depression, obsessive compulsive disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, antisocial personality disorder, he is also a kleptomaniac. It turns out back in the 1940s when he was fighting crime or as others may rightfully see it having a flagrant disregard for law and order and the proper due process of the court system 
he found himself on Dinosaur Island, which seems a bit like a uh, a forerunner to Jurassic Park uh, with animatronic T-Rexes. At the end, took one of these animatronic lizards as a trophy and added it to a whole haul of trophies. And it seems that he doesn't do this for free. Every time he was solving a crime, he was also taking some trophies with him. So he has a giant penny. He has a Joker's mask, a Joker playing card, as well as various other memorabilia. So I think the take home here is that um, A, it's not surprising that he has a T-Rex. And B, this man needs serious help. Hope this helps. Cheers, guys. So he stole it. Yeah. And it's not a real T-Rex, it's an animatronic T-Rex. Yes. So I can only presume he stole it from... Uh, Lara Croft. I was going to say Steven Spielberg. <laughs> so. We need... That uh, crisp you got there. Yeah, it's quite called Quentin. <laughs> so. In order to proceed with the Eurovision James Bond contest... Oh, that's the best way to call it. I was calling it James Bond and the Eurovision Song Contest, but... Like the Indiana Jones film? Yeah. We didn't actually get through naming all of the entrants, did we? we no, got, so like, we haven't got done three, any we got, we got up to Honor Majesty's Secret Service. It's fine. We'll get there. You know them. You know who they are. Right. The Eurovision Bond Contest. We can, we use, can we use the phrase Eurovision? Probably not, but we it's will. It's probably copyrighted. We, but we're spelling it Y-O-U-R hyphen O... Like it's Irish. You're O-Vision. <laughs> I am. I am. Yeah, or Vision. So, oh. <laughs> what's your vision? My vision? Are you asking for my, my scores now? Yes, let's, let's... Oh, my word. Right, okay, so my scores. Let's move over to the spreadsheet. It's not like I've opened up an entire spreadsheet for this. Commencing. We're going bottom to, bottom to top. So, and it's worth mentioning, this is a... A gut reaction tomorrow or the day after I could have changed this all round, but we're going with how I've felt today. So, one point garbage, world is not enough. Two points Matt Munro slash Jamburi. Again, that's that's who performed it, not an allegation. Um, from Russia with Love. Monty Norman Orchestra, James Bond theme gets my three Bond, Bond theme. <laughs> three points. Gets my three points. Um, Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight, Licence to Kill, gets my four points. Five goes to Chris Cornell. Uh, you know my name. It's Andy. I've Andy and Spence, Soldiers of Hell. Yeah. On brand. Um, <laughs> Adele. Skyfall. Seven points. Six goes to which oh. was a six. Adele. Oh. Skyfall. Sorry. Seven poor. Seven poor. Do you know what? On a side note, when I was um, I went to Paris on a school trip once, and I was going to order tickets to go up the Arc de Triomphe um, in French, and I built myself up. And when I got to the ticket booth, instead of um, Ordered in French. All I did was order in English in a French accent. <laughs> I says, one ticket, please. And the guy looked at me like I was just either an idiot or taking the piss. And it was a little bit of both, I suppose. Um, so anyway, seven points, Paul McCartney and Wings. Eight points, getting into the big numbers there. Uh, aha, the living daylights. Ten points, 
Duran Duran, A View to a Kill. And my douze poids goes to Carly Simon. Because literally, nobody does it better. Wowzers. Wowzers. Some good choices there. Some good choices. I mean, there's some notable exceptions. No points for Thunderball. No points for Goldfinger from me. Um, no points for Diamonds Are Forever. When you say no points, you mean nil poids. I mean, I mean, I do literally mean no poids. Right, shall I do mine? I think, I think so. I and think then we'll so. do a quick tally up. Yeah. So, with one point, The Writings on the Wall by Sam Smith. Two points. Chris Cornell, You Know My Name. Three points. Tina Turner with Golden Eye, with a Golden Eye, and a Golden Eye. That's the remix. Can you do the walk? <laughs> Can I do the walk? Is the there a Tina Golden Turner, Eye walk? The, the Tina Turner walk. Oh, that, there's like... Sort of squatty. The, the chicken. chicken. This is something that's uh, not really made for podcasts, but I can do the Come Tina Turner one. You can do a Velociraptor. He's going to do it. He's going to do this. Here we go. He's poised. He's at the end of the room. He's doing it. He's shaking his butt. He is. And his arms. And he's got a bit of a. <laughs> he's got a bit of a shoulder quiver. And that, and that guys, is how you do the Tina Turner walk. Now we all know. In five points. Oh, it was a bit bullseye there. The Living Daylights by Aha, uh-huh. with six points. A View to a Kill by Joanne Duran. I thought I'd put them higher. I really have surprised myself. I'm there. surprised. With seven points, Carly Simon. Nobody does it better. With eight points, A License to Kill by Gladys Knight. And now, the big scores. With ten points... Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney and Wings. And then with 12 points on Her Majesty's Secret Service. So here we flip into awkward territory with that film. The George Lazenby film with a divided theme at the beginning and the end. I actually prefer it to the James Bond theme itself. Wow, I mean that is... It's a big statement. It's a big statement to make that you prefer... I think it's reached the point now where it's almost indiscernible you th- you hear either of those and you think james bond yeah that's how to come in what six films later and come up with a theme that is as iconic as arguably the original james bond theme it's amazing it's good good work i don't think there's any uh, real shocks in there apart from perhaps sam smith yeah i actually quite like that one it's it's yeah it's left field but it's, it's no Sam Smith left field have never done a bond, <laughs> left field have never done a bond theme. Well, funnily enough, they have appeared on David Arnold's <laughs> James Bond project. Um, um, what was that called? Shaken and stirred. That was that it. was it. Thank you, soldiers of hell, for hosting tonight's contest. Great show, guys. So, in reverse order. Writing on the wall, one point. Thunderball, two points. Tomorrow Never Dies, three points. A View to a Kill, four points. Nobody Does It Better, five points. Clearly they do, however, because Dr. No, six points. Live and Let Die, seven points. Diamonds Are Forever, eight points. Now the big ones. Skyfall... 10 points. 
And 12 points goes to... Goldfinger. All right, thanks guys. Have a good one. So that's the results of the Ledger jewellery. On that note, we're going to top up the scores. So let's see where the leaderboard is after oh, yes, the leaderboard. three, after the first three rounds. There's some early leaders stretching out in front. Paul McCartney in wings, live and let die, and Carly Simon, nobody does it better, out above neck anybody else. and neck. The closest one after that is uh, Duran Duran, 20 points. Spandau Valley. They never got a Bond song, did they? No. No? Interesting. No. Right, let's move on then. Let's hear the votes from the Geeky Guys jury. Hey, it's Dave and Mr P from Geeky Guys here. We hope you're well over there in James Bond land. Uh, we've actually been having a bit of a discussion about James Bond themes recently, trying to decide which one is the best. But nobody does it better than you. So without further ado, here are the results of the Geeky Guys jury. Uh, one point goes to From Russia With Love. Uh, two points go to Thunderball. Uh, three points go to The Man With The Golden Gun. Uh, four points go to License To Kill. Uh, five points go to GoldenEye. Uh, six points go to Diamonds Are Forever. Uh, seven points go to For Your Eyes Only. Uh, 8 points go to The Living Daylights, uh, 10 points go to Live and Let Die, and the big 12 points from Geeky Guys goes to A View to a Kill. So the Geeky Guys there, and uh, Dave from the Geeky Guys, sounding genuinely like a Dutch person <laughs> sending the results over for the results of the show. <laughs> is that a Dutch accent or Sean Connery? Connery or Dutch. That, you decide. <laughs> I have to say to the listeners, that was a game you invented about two weeks ago. Connery or Dutch. <laughs> and I think we're going to play it on a future podcast. <laughs> We've got to. There's, I mean, I feel like there's not enough time now, but it's something that definitely bears development. How does that leave us after... Four rounds. Four rounds. There's a definite... Someone has entered the third... Not decade, but... De- someone's in the 30s. Someone's up there. Right up there. And that's Paul McCartney, Live and Let Die, with 34 points. I mean, the results are from the geeky guys, compared to mine and yours, which are more spread out across Bond history, theirs is very much concentrated, isn't it? It's, it's more focused in on that central late Sean Connery early Roger Moore period and nothing creeps past 1995 does it? Yeah the latest we have there is Tina Turner doing the walk the golden eye okay let's hear the results from the next jury hello there what a great show you've put on soldiers from hair I can't do accents it's Scumfort calling with the results of the separating the elite from the chav jury Number 10, it's Your Eyes Only. That's Sheena Easton. Number 9, From Russia with Love. It's Marilyn's brother, Matt. At number 8, it's Frank's sister. Uh, no, uh, da- daughter. 
Nancy Sinatra, you only live twice. Number seven is Paul McCartney in his wings, live and let die, boom. At number six, it's Gladys Knight without her pips, but she pips the band the Beatles could have been at seven with you only live twice. No, it's not you only live twice. No, it's have a license to kill. License to kill. And where are we now? Number five. Nobody does it better. Carly Simon. Number four. Ha ha! It's the living daylights. Number three. We have all the time in the... That's <coughs> doing my voice in. Uh, Louis Armstrong. Number two, Garden Eye from Tina. So that leaves only the number one song from the separating the elite from the Chav jury. It's It's Duran Duran, a view to a kill. Right, so that was sort of in order, but backwards for Eurovision. Because he's, so it's, so Unpoi going to, uh, to all time high. Sheena Easton. Sheena Easton. Sheena Easter, of course. Sheena Easter. Um, not to be confused with her, with her sister, Sheena Christmas. Then Deuce... No, not Deuce Poir. Deuce Poir's 12 points. Deuce Poir. From Wash With Love. By Matt Munro slashes John Barry in Horrific Knife Incident. Nancy Sinatra. Trez Nancy Sinatra. You only live twice. Um, four point four point. We can't do this. It's too. Cat, it's too cat, complicated. Cat point. You had the D's point. Cat paws. Cat paws goes to Paul McCartney and Wings. So who? Yes. Who had the twelve? Okay, so twelve. Skip to the end. Okay, skip to the end. Duran, Duran, Duran. Again. With a view to stretching a kill. ahead, stretching so their lead there. They are so in f- in first place with forty four points is Duran Duran. In second place with thirty eight points is Paul McCartney and Wings. Paul McCartney. And in third place with thirty points is nobody does it. Carly better. Carly Simon. Simon. So. A, a really important point to point out here. We talked a little bit about the controversy of Louis Armstrong, and we have all the time in the world, and John Barry on Her Majesty's Secret Service. We've now got points for both. Well, that's valid. Who gives a shite? Let's move on. Well, clearly we do. We've got a spreadsheet and everything. <laughs> we have a legitimate spreadsheet in front of us. <laughs> right, next. Here are the votes from the Shooter household. Uh, in at number 10, You Only Live Twice from Nancy Sinatra from the film of the same name. Number 9, The Living Daylights from Aha. Number 8, Tomorrow Never Dies, Cheryl Crow. Although arguably the Jarvis Cocker penned Tomorrow Never Lies would have been a better choice for the film, but there we go. Uh, in at number 7, The World Is Not Enough from Garbage. Number 6, Live and Let Die, Paul McCartney and Wings. Uh, number five, Nobody Does It Better, Carly Simon from The Spy Who Loved Me. Number four, All Time High, Rita Coolidge from Octopussy. Uh, number three, You Know My Name, Chris Cornell from Casino Royale. 
Uh, number two on Her Majesty's Secret Service, although arguably my favourite version is the Propellerheads re-release from the late 90s. And in at number one, it has to be the Jim Bond theme, the original from Dr. No. Thanks. So, an interesting uh, point system there again. We're... Again there, reverse. Yeah. Reverse, reverse. We'll, we'll spreadsheet it up and we'll make that. We'll make it work. Yeah. We'll make it work. So, uh, a couple of points. The mention of Jarvis Cocker and Tomorrow Never Lies. What is your opinion yeah. of that? Um, I, do you know what? I don't think I've ever heard it. Really? Really, I don't. I, I vaguely remember hearing of it at the time, and and if I did hear it, it hasn't stuck with me, which probably speaks more. Yeah. Than the fact that it's. I mean, the fact that Cheryl Crow is nominated in this, um, for some points at all, is it, it, not surprising. But I don't think Tomorrow Never Dies, in any sense, film or song, is considered one of the Bond big hitters no it's not i think potentially peak brosnan but pierce brosnan was the no pierce, <laughs> pierce brosnan okay i'll rephrase that peak pierce, pierce. brosnan license to kill <laughs> <laughs> he's certainly the most irish of bonds um <laughs> yeah but the green suit and the shamrock was a bit much <laughs> for a stereotype yes and who's bond James Bond. James Bond, I, James Bond. <laughs> you tried to do a limerick version. <laughs> 007. He's certainly the most handsome of Bonds. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I most conventionally right. I think, handsome. Yeah, I think you're probably right. As a man in his late 60s, he's still... I mean, I'd do him. He's still outperforming <laughs> us, let's put it that way. In every sense. Yeah. Right. And that beard is just fucking magnificent. <laughs> Where do we go oh. from here? What What was the other point I wanted to pull out? Oh, on a major secret service, Propellerheads remix, definitely the quintessential. The quintessential version. Yeah, I love that. it. I love it so much. That's definitely what shaped me, giving that a number 12. Or a deuce. Right, let's move on. Let's see who we've got next. Hello, Europe. This is the United Kingdom calling. Congratulations to everyone for an amazing night, especially the UK. You've done us proud. Here are our results. Just one point for On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Two points go to the song from the underrated film Tomorrow Never Dies. Next, with three points, the catchy Live and Let Die. With four points, it's the Lulu classic The Man with a Golden Gun. With five points, You Only Live Twice. For, with six points, an unexpected The World Is Not Enough. Seven points goes to The Writings on the Wall from Spectre. Eight points for Skyfall. Ten points go to Goldeneye. And finally, with 12 points, of course, goes to Shirley Bassey's Goldfinger. So it's like we set this up, and it wasn't intentional, but those, those uh, little points around on a Majesty's Secret Series, and then we get that as a one-pointer. Potentially controversial, or...? I think the, the most controversial thing for me there is the mention of uh, Lulu and Classic being used in the same sentence as uh, Man with a Golden Gun. It's it's a, it's a decent, pl it's, it's a good Bond film. Don't get me wrong, it's one of my favourite Bond films. Um, classic Bond song, I'm not so sure. So let's have a look at the leaderboard right now. Coming in third place as it currently stands with 36 points 
is Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. In second place, with 44 points, is View to a Kill. And then in the lead, with 46 points, is Live and Let Die. Well, there's no surprises there for me for the top three. Um, I thought they'd all be up there. Perhaps the biggest surprise is maybe just the order they're in. But maybe that could all change. Let's see. This is where we bring in the big guns, our own wives. Which is uh, a nickname that they wholeheartedly endorse. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to bully our wives this evening. Yeah, that's pretty much. They, would, they wouldn't have done it otherwise. But they've given some scores to flesh out this table. They've, they've given some arbitrary scores <laughs> based on the last song we made them listen to. <laughs> so so anyway, there's a few they definitely oh, wouldn't there's some, Yeah, there's some yeah. definite ones that they would have liked. So, what's that one point there at the bottom? Get out of my car, get into my Bond scoring table. Billy Ocean? Billy Isle. Isle-ish. Do you like Billy Isle? Hmm-ish. Two points goes to Gladys Knight, Licence to Kill. Three points to Garbage for The World Is Not Enough, it would appear. Four points goes to Adele and Skyfall. Five points. Aha. Six points. Duran Duran. A view to a kill. You love saying that. I don't know why I'm doing it either. It's like reverse Tourette's. Seven points. Seven points to Sheena Easton for your eyes only. Eight points. Chris Cornell, you know my name. Chris Cornell. Ten, <laughs> ten points. Roger Moore. Ten points. Paul McCartney and Wings. <laughs> Live and let die. And then with the big twelve points. Twelve points. Carly Simon. Nobody does it better. <laughs> Is it Roger Moore or is it Matt Berry? Douze-pois, Carly Simon. Nobody does it better. <laughs> right, with 48 points on the leaderboard, it Carly Simon. Nobody does it better. Well, still sticking in there. With 50 points, really close. Duran Duran, of you to a kill. And stretching the lead slightly with 56 points is Paul McCartney and Wings, Live and Let Die. But that could all change. So as we approach the end of the Eurovision Bond contest... You know in the real Eurovision Song Contest? Yes. And nowadays they add on, they, they go through all the scores and they get through all the votes and at the end they go, and now the public vote and they just slap on a load of points and it's like the whole landscape changes. Yes. Let's do that. Okay. Where could we possibly get those public votes from? Well, a short time ago, I was on a stag do. And, and this is the point in a TV show where we'd like go all wibbly wobbly and do a flashback. <laughs> oh, God. That... Here's the points from the stag do jury. Hello and welcome to the Soldiers of Hell podcast. I am Andy and Spence is not with me. I'm coming to you live-ish from, live-ish. from Shropshire. And I'm now going to, for this Bond division, to uh, to Danger Mose. Uh, he's dressed literally like Danger Mouse, but uh, 
Less rodenty. So Matt, greetings. Matt, we are we are talking about Bond. I, I love a bit of Bond. We love a bit of Bond. Do you all so, like a bit of Bond? There's there's some others in the room that we're going to be coming to. So let's let's introduce them one by one. We've got Matt Mosley, who is Danger Mose. We've just introduced him. Matt Meekin. Hello. We've got Beaky. You're familiar with him. We've had Beaky before. I'm Beaky, aka Beaky. Something of a tautology there. Um, and we've got a new addition to the Soldiers of Hell roster here. We've got Chris Mann, also known as Chris the Man, if he was in Rocky Shine. Six. Hello and welcome. Okay, so we're, we're talking about Bond. So, Matt, we're looking for your best Bond songs. So, hello, Matthew. Hello. Can we have the results of the Mosley Jury? And 12 points. Do we start with 12? You, you start with eight. You start oh, we start with eight. We, start well, eight. we, we, oh, we used, to, st- we used to start with one. Yeah, oh, yeah. But we, we used to start with one. But now there's so many countries. There's so many countries. They automatically add one to seven. And now we only add eight, ten, and 12. So we, we, we want your last placed first, if that makes sense. So I'm going right back to the beginning. I'm going with Dr. No. Dr. No. Yeah. And, and the theme from, song from Dr. No? I'm expecting you to fill that in, Andy. I can't remember. The James Bond theme. I think it is. I think it probably is. Okay, so that's so even though that's the worst and you can't remember it, you're giving it eight, eight points. points. And there's seven worse songs than the song you can't remember. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. Thunderball's right down at the bottom, isn't it? <laughs> if they can remember it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's Tom Jones. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. Right. Every, okay. So we've got Seven. the James Bond theme from Doctor No that we can't remember, but we think is the James Bond theme. But we think is the James Bond theme. That's eight. It's okay. So yeah. number number ten points, please. What was Carly Simon's one? Uh, nobody does it better. That one. Number. That's ten points. That's ten points. Ten points. Ten points to Carly Simon for um, nobody does it better from the Spy Who Loved Me. The spy Who Loved Me. We all and your and your twelve points. The best and always will be the best. Live and let die. Bye. Tran Tran. Is that no? Nope. No. The other one. <laughs> do, you mean, do you mean wings? Wings. Paul McCartney Paul wings. wings. So your your so your top three in order is Doctor No. That's right. Um, Nobody is better by Carly Simon. Yeah. And and then in and top place, twelve points from the Mosley Jury to. Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die by Wings. Okay. Matt Meekin. Hello. We're moving on to you now. So, hello from the Soldiers of Hell. Hello. Can we have the results from the Meekin jury? Indeed. You want the last place? I would like 8, 10, and 12. There's no point calling them 8, 10, and 12, because to all intents and purposes, it's just third, second, first. Well, 3, 2, 1. 3. 3, 2, 1. 3 is... Diamonds are forever. Mm, classic. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Indeed. Number two is Live and Let Die. Ooh. 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 Ah, we already have a disagreement. I, I think the Duran Duran one I was thinking about. Number one, a View to a Kill. Yeah. A View a to a Kill. Yes. Do you, so are you changing yours? No, then? no, no. No, I'm still sticking with Live You're and Let Die. You're sticking with Live and Let Die. But We're sticking with Live and Let Die. I thought of Duran Duran too late. So. so we've got, from you, Live and Let Die, from Wings, and from you, A View to a Kill by Duran Duran. Yeah. Okay. Indeed. 
But I still more think maybe power. that dies the better song. More power. Ian. Beaky. AKA Beaky. AKA Beaky. Ian. Okay. Have you watched any Bond songs? Third, Live or Let Die. Ooh. Second, the new Billie Eilish song. Ooh. Wow. We are straight in, straight in at number two, Billie Eilish. Not even been released. See, I had this conversation with Marty the other day. I, I've, I've heard the name Billie Eilish. I didn't appreciate how big she is. Apparently, she's big amongst the youngsters. Chris, can you confirm this? Ish, yeah. Ish, I, she's bit, Eilish, big amongst them. Bit, bit too young for me because I'm in, like, in my mid 20s, where she's yeah, like 18 or ancient. so. Yeah. Chris is ancient. Okay, so. Meekin still works. 12 points. So, so to recap, sorry, we've got third, we've got Live and I Die. Yes. Second, Billie Eilish, No yes. Time to Die. Yes. And your Deux Points. Deux Points. From the Grand Britannia jury goes to Goldeneye. Goldeneye. So now we have a massive sea change here because we're talking to a, a, a relative newcomer, both to the Soldiers of Hell and to Bond himself. We have Chris, the man, man. Um, very much like Tommy the Machine Gun from Rocky Five. Um, so. Yeah, it was Rocky Five, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, You've, you've only seen Pierce Brosnan and Skyfall, am I correct? Yes, so I've seen <laughs> the Pierce Brosnan ones and Skyfall. Okay, so we're going for probably more modern-ish era Bond films then. So your third slash eight-pointer, who's that? That is Madonna with Die Another Day. Madonna with Die Another Day, okay. And I think we can all agree that that's where the sort of the generation gap begins to appear because... That's not held in very particularly high esteem from most of the jury, is yeah, it? Dog yeah. I mean, that word's been used before, but let's <laughs> and let's not let's not act like this is someone retaking something that's already been recorded. Okay, so so that's it. Um, Dino I mean, of the day. I've got to say that you know the old generation doesn't know what they're talking. The old generation doesn't know what they're talking about. The new generation doesn't know what they're talking about. I'd stand with the old generation doesn't know what they're talking about. You stand corrected, like the man in the orthopedic <laughs> shoes. So, 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 die another day, third. Okay. So, second. Adele with Skyfall. Adele with Skyfall. It's a solid entry. It's a good solid entry. The obvious puns are going to be missed here. Uh, and first then, and first slash your douze point. It's Live and Let Die, specifically the Guns N' Roses cover of it. We will accept. So we have, in third place, Die of the Day. In second place, Skyfall. And in first place, Live and Let Die. So thank you all very much and over to you, Spence. So, that's it. That's all the votes we've got. If we've had all the votes, that must mean we've got some results. Yes. Should we have a look? Let's have a gander. Right, okay, so the official votes of what is officially, officially the best Bond official songs are. With no points, Shirley Bassey, often quoted as being like the queen of the Bond song, having done three. But no points there for her final entry? I think it was her final one, wasn't it? Moonraker, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing. Um, also... Yeah. Neil Poir 
for Jack White and Alicia Keys with Another Way to Die. Proof that doubling up on your vocal power doesn't necessarily mean doubling up on your points accumulated. On that point, Alicia Keys should have just been given lead vocals and Jack White should have just done one. I know he wrote it. When you say done one, do you mean like not been allowed to perform at all? He can do the guitars and the drums and all that stuff. But do do. Like... Let David Arnold produce it, because he's better. <laughs> and let Alicia Keys do the singing. Yeah. And you've probably had a really good song. As it stands, it's like some garage band. I've had a go. Anyway. In third, from bottom, with only four points, is... Tom Jones. Oh, Tom Jones. With, <laughs> with Thunderball. <laughs> what a voice, though. That ought to be higher up, I, I think. Do you know what? I think... You think Thunderball, it's all in the end. The end of the song, it's like, it hits a massive note at the end. And it is a massive note. It absolutely kills it. But the lead-up to it is a little bit preambling. Is it like the whole film? The whole film is just a massive... 22 minutes of underwater swimming. How Bishop there commenting <laughs> on Thunderbolt? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it. It's yeah, <clears throat> good last note, bad film. In fourth place, with five points. It's not fourth place. For yeah, fourth, fourth from the bottom, bottom rather, with five points is Matt Monroe slashes John Barry. The snuff film of the year. <laughs> from from this from this five points from Russia with love. Fifth from bottom with the man with the golden gun is only little Lulu herself. I mean that's done better than I would have thought it would have done, in all honesty. Actually, joint uh, is it fifth from bottom or is she joint sixth from bottom? We ought to put some numbers by these, hang on. I'm just going to... Not like I've got a spreadsheet on the go. Is that a, is that a keyboard you got there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Twenty. So, hang on. So that... So in joint 20th place with seven points is Lulu the man with the golden gun? Yes, she is. And... <laughs> she definitely isn't. And Rita Coolidge... <laughs> On an all-time all time low. <laughs> all, all, an all-time mediocre performance. Then uh, at... With joint... 19th... Well, it's, it's actually joint 16th place. We've got four with eight points. We've got... And this is where the controversy comes in. We've got Louis Armstrong with... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the time in the world. Yes. We also have show... Crow. Cheryl Crow. Not Cheryl Cole. We've never done a Bond song, God Willing Never Will. Tomorrow Never Dies. Madonna, unfortunately, did do a Bond song. Die Another Day. And Sam Smith, with Writings on the Wall. We're going to come back to We Have All In Time In The World, but let's move on for now. So next we have... In 15th place. Nancy Sinatra with You Only Live Twice. It's a good song. It's a solid song. In 14th place, with 12 points, is Billie Eilish. Which is... I mean, I think she's done better than she ever could have hoped to have done. It's not that it's a bad song, by any stretch. It's just that uh, having beaten someone, you know... Having literally come out, what, last month? Yeah. And uh, beaten 
some time tested classics like Tom Jones, it's, uh, it's impressive. I mean, to come out last month and then actually the film's not coming out for another out seven, that's, uh, that's quite impressive. Yeah, it's done alright. So, in 13th place with 15 points is Sheena Easton for your eyes only. In 12th place, garbage, although clearly it's not garbage or it would have been lower. The world is not enough. So, in 11th place, with 22 points, is Diamonds Are Forever by Shirley Bassey. And the next vote, and this is where the discussion comes in, is John Barry Orchestra on Her Majesty's Secret Service with 23 points. But, do you add that to Louis Armstrong's? Or do you just ignore it? To make... On Her Majesty's Secret Service, the overall winning film. Maybe. It still won't, though, looking at the scores. It depends on what you want this to reflect. If you want it to reflect the best Bond film score, then yes. If you want it to reflect the best Bond song slash piece of music from a Bond film, then no. Okay. So leave them separate. For me. In which case, we skip <coughs> on in joint ninth place, actually, with... 23 points is Licence to Kill by Gladys Knight and You Know My Name by Chris Cornell. Well, I think they're both honourable ones that did well. Uh, coming up next, it's, uh, it's, done. it's done well. And so it should have done. It's a classic one. It's one that everyone thinks of. It's Goldfinger with 24 points in 8th place. In 7th place, surprisingly, should this be higher? I'm not sure. It's the James Bond theme by Monty Norman Orchestra. Bringing to the fore the great conversation about is the best of something the first or the one that perfected it? Hmm. This is why I think the On Her Majesty's Secret Service theme is better. And I also believe that Licence to Kill is better than Goldfinger. Most people would disagree with me. But it has the same riff. Am I going too deep here? No, you can never go too deep with Bond. Also, we've got data here that suggests that Goldfinger is better than Licence to Kill. So there's your answer. So, next. In sixth place, with 35 points, aha, it's the Living Daylights. Getting into the top five now. With 38 points. I feel like we should have like the top of the pop music in the background. Is that how it goes? No, I was thinking more like that. I can't remember, it's from the 80s. <laughs> in fifth place, it's Skyfall by Adele. In fourth place, with 40 points, it's Tina Turner and that beautiful walk of hers. Now we get into the top three. And... These these top three haven't shifted all the way they've through. They've been consistent, they've been strong, but unfortunately, at least two people have done it better, Carly Simon. You're in at third place with 58 points. Nobody does it better from the spy who loved me. And now in second place with 62 points to reveal our first place by default. <laughs> Is A View to a Kill by Duran Duran, or Duran Duran as you Duran like Duran. Duran. Duran Duran. Not bad for a band named after a character from Barbarella. 
And mean, in first place. Well, even if you controversially take away 12 points allocated by Chris Mann because he specifically allocated his 12 points to the Guns N' Roses version, which didn't appear in a Bond film, even if you take those 12 points away, they're still in the lead. It's Paul McCartney and his wings with Live and Let Die. <laughs> With As we've gone on with this, I've become more and more partridge. Yes. As our lives go on, we've become more <laughs> and more partridge, to be fair. I mean, James Bond in Eurovision, there's not much more partridge than that. There are two favourite things. We've enjoyed this episode. 98 points, Paul McCartney wings, you deserve it. Do you know that anecdote around Paul McCartney and this song? Not until you explain it, no. <laughs> just, why can't you just okay, no. pluck it out of thin air? So, the story goes that George Martin was already doing the score. And then he asked Paul McCartney to write the theme song. Paul McCartney wrote the theme song and George Martin played the recording to Cubby Broccoli and he said, I love it, it's brilliant. He was going to get to record it though. And George Martin was like, maybe the guy from the biggest band of all time, Paul McCartney, who's already written it. And... And Kobe Rossi went, Michael Ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only he'd recorded a song. Michael Ball, I feel like... Uh, and also, One Step Out of Time is a great name for a Bond film. <laughs> it is. Stop putting Die in the theme tune. But uh, there we have it. Officially on data, accumulated from a wide variety of people. Some willing, some less willing. Um, Old friends. <laughs> None of them... <laughs> None all, of them all, broad. All ultimately not coerced. Um, they've provided their scores. And there we have it. Paul McCartney and Wings reign supreme uh, with Live and Let Die as, as what is the top of the tree um, of the Bond song genre. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my favourite episode <laughs> of our podcast of all time. Goodbye. Soldiers of Hell is a Fosgate Studios production. If you enjoyed it, please like, subscribe, comment, and share.